Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker here, episode 346 at beautiful Costruth Road Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining me. Lots on the show tonight, including a special guest. Guys, don't go anywhere. We have mail time, a team to feature from Danger Man, a topic, prices right, and a whole lot more. Guys, the show starts in about 30 seconds. Available on iTunes and anywhere you get your better podcasts. This is the Behind the Bunkers Weekly Paintball Show. Tonight's show is brought to you by Empire Paintball, Planet Eclipse, Exalt, Arabs Paintball Bunkers, Enola Gay Smoke Grenades, Tipman, and GI Sports. Behind the Bunker gets all their paintball gear supplied by FlagRaiders.com. Get all of your online paintball gear purchases from FlagRaiders.com. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments, and we might read them on the show. Now, let's get this nonsense started. Here's your host, Todd Ansich. All right. Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. Hopefully, we have uh, no audio issues right now. Matt, we got good? We're awesome. All right. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. This is episode 346 here at uh, beautiful Costuth Road Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, as always, I have Josh Zubizabrikis. Yeah, it's still riding the microphone award from last week. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Sub's on here. And Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, watching Behind the Bunker tonight. And uh, Garvin J. Sharma. I'm here, my friends. I'm back, and I am mustache-free. Just because November has ended doesn't mean you're not supposed to check your nuts. So uh, thank you for tuning into the show. Make sure you like and share for those people have tuned out because we've got an incredible show lined up for you right now. I'm checking mine now. And uh, Matt the Crip pushing buttons. I am here. Very good. And then also in our... Um, Phone remote, booth, remote. remote phone booth. We uh, have uh, Simon Stevens all the way from Inceptions Designs. Hooray! Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I'm going to turn him up just a little bit. Ooh. How's that? Simon up. All right. Now we can hear Simon very well. Simon, how are you? Testing, testing. Aluminum autococcus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, uh, Simon, okay. how are you today? Uh, a little tired. I just got back from driving 800 miles back from the Atlanta 10-man classic paintball event, which was a fantastic weekend. Now, I, I, I have a little bit of an ulterior, ulterior motive. I, I wanted to have you on the show today because I saw today that you had a video posted from there. Great event, I understand, from all parties that were there, but I think there was a little controversy at the very end. Um, there was a little bit of a controversy. I think uh, everybody forgot how to read the rules, so the <laughs> team that read the rules worked out how to win the game and that kind of is the way not too sure that it was the uh, right way for such a fantastic event to finish and there's already some discussion going on about how to uh, adjust the rules for the next event to make sure that uh, the decisions made on the field very cool and who requested that who do, who requested changing the rules yes I think everybody. Oh, I mean, okay. it was. It really was a phenomenal event. And were you trying to throw someone under the bus? I was. There was. There wasn't anybody in particular. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. I think. I think everybody when they when they sat down at the end of the event thought, hey, you know what? There's, there's a better way to decide the winner. For and sure. That's with uh, on the field. So I For think sure. there's going to be some discussions and get some feedback from a bunch of different people and come up with a, a good way to do that. Whether we end up going to uh, uh, an overtime period of time or whether you go to one-on-ones. Well, you do something, so it comes down to being decided by a, a paintball. Now, I understand that there was a lot of brand new teams, people that have never played before, that were there this weekend. Is that true? 
Yeah, it, it was uh, <laughs> it was quite amazing to see to see how many people. There were some friends there that I first made 20 years ago and that I hadn't seen for 10 years that came out to play the event and still were phenomenal players. Wonderful. It was absolutely fantastic. The world wants I got wants a great video actually of uh, Rosie, who is one of the, the greatest people in the history of paintball, back on the field wrecking people, running down and bunkering people off of the snake and, and winning matches, and it was just absolutely fantastic. Right, cool. Yeah, I not gonna lie, I only played ten man a couple of times, but I would like I, when I saw that event was happening, that I was so jealous. It would have been nice to go down and play that. And Josh was tugging on my shirt saying, It's hyperball, Todd, it's hyperball, let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, um, every were, half hour a couple of Canadians drove all the way down for it. Yeah. Every half hour is texting yep. Todd. Well, actually, pictures. Uh, Dwayne was playing on the winning team. Yes, yeah, Dwayne, yeah. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. was there. Yeah. But as Dwayne yep. said to us, he wasn't playing on the winning team, he was potting for the winning team. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure Dwayne's listening to this at home on, on pins and needles Quite right unlikely. now. So, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> 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 Very good. He's uh, he's still trying to uh, take all the cellophane off the unsold evil omens from PMI. <laughs> there, was, there were a lot of old um, evil and, and PMI jerseys in effect, uh, being nice. worn. There was a lot of uh, old classic equipment, even the old autocockers, but people coming out in their original jerseys from 10 or 15 years ago. I think Rocky Cagnoni actually wore a different jersey for every day. And Jeez. I think Ben Frederick was wearing a different one almost every match. It was it was cool. There was, there was a whole bunch of um, wow. retro stuff on, on show. Was there a scent of mothballs in the air or cedar chest um there was a little <laughs> bit of wood chip in the air but uh, there was definitely a few more um advil being taken at the end of the event and uh, <laughs> oh, a, few more, a few more aches and pains and um now there was definitely uh, a little more creaking going on how fast or how early did you have to get up in the morning to actually claim one of the handicap spots <laughs> and we did parked they there overnight. We, <laughs> yeah. we had the inception uh, RV, so we, we, were, we were already set. Nice. And did they still have Walker sales? All right, that's the end of the old that's guys' jokes. So very cool. I, yeah, I bet there was some awesome, great vintage stuff there. What about guns? Were people using, you know, what were the average guns that were being used? There really wasn't an average gun. One of the absolutely uh, fantastic things about this format is by allowing any mechanical gun um, with a non-reactive trigger and any electronic gun at 5.5 balls per second cap, it really meant that there was a lot of a lot of different guns on use. There were brand new GOG enemies, which is a $160 gun. There were brand new autocockers. There were 25-year-old autocockers. There was brand new CS1s and M2s, um, LVRs. I saw pretty much every paintball gun that's in existence on the field being used, apart from one of your evil omens. <laughs> um, any predators? Oh, there was a lot of Predators. There was, there, there was a couple of original Predators, and then there was at least five or six of our new Predators. I was going to say, I saw a photo floating around Facebook of someone with the old Predator and a in Stella barrel system on one, I think. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, cool. There, there, was, uh, there was a lot of old guns. With the paint being a lot smaller now than it used to be back in the day, there was a lot of people upgrading their barrels to something with a, a slightly smaller bore to work with a smaller paint. So you, you did see some of the old classic guns using newer newer barrels. I wonder but, if there was um, any evil pipe kits being used where you can hear the ting every time that you shot a ball. Didn't didn't hear any to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. Could you imagine the ting sound of an evil omen echoing against the plastic of the hyperball tubing? No, cuz they never actually worked, did they? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> 
We've been. Does anyone actually know what they sound like? The 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 evil omens. Oh, sorry, I was talking about it, evil yeah, barrel but the, kits. But the gentleman responsible for the evil omen, we can blame John Dresser for that. He was actually on the winning team. So oh. we're just going to slide the blame onto John Dresser. <laughs> there you go. His work. <laughs> of course. Um, so how is the turnout? How how is the event otherwise, other than the uh, the the first and second clash? The uh, there, there was some great people. It, it, it's a very different event when it goes back into the woods and you see people that have fieldcraft and understand how to play a different game come to the forefront. And it was interesting because the woods ball field ended up being maybe a little bit biased to one side, but it's very hard to build a completely even woods field. But two of the top winning teams actually preferred the end of the field that everybody else didn't like and were able to win from it because they had the ability to compose a strategy, to understand, to entice the other team in, and to make it work for them. Um, and so you actually really saw where fieldcraft was important. Hmm. Well, it's nice you had all those experienced players, too, that, uh, you know, it must have been an interesting watch. Um, it's too bad they couldn't have televised that. I, I would have probably watched several of those games. I would have watched it for There sure. was a crazy amount of um, experience at this event. It was just absolutely astounding. We did manage to get a few um, live videos, um, a few live videos up. Um, and I know there's a lot of photos from Bill and Dawn Mills from Warpig. Um, and there were some other people doing some video work. So hopefully we'll see a little bit more. I um, saw I saw a feed on Facebook and they had 845 pictures on Warpig. Yeah. So Dawn, Dawn came out of retirement. It was fantastic to see Bill and Dawn Mills. Um, who really did so much for paintball in the original Absolutely. days of Warpig. And, and Dawn came out and, and worked like crazy the whole event taking photography, uh, taking photos and did amazing photography. Very and cool. then Bill was sat there uploading everything live as he got uh, the camera cards back from Dawn. So as the event went on, there was more and more photos going up. And there's some really good, really good photos. I used to watch mm. Warpig, like, or try to watch a Warpig site uh, on my dial-up. <laughs> right, uh, living uh, at my parents' yeah. house. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave and pizza pockets, Warpig waiting is... for the pictures to load. Dad, get off the phone! <laughs> Can't watch people. Warpig is very literally the first website I ever went to in my life. The first time I connected to the internet, I'm like, okay, what wow. do I go look for? I searched paintball. Warpig came up. It is the first website I ever went to. Huh. Interesting. Uh, it brings back a lot of memories. Now, are they going to actively start filling that with content, or just sort of? I I don't know. Um, hmm. I, that would have to be a question for Bill and Dawn. I think uh, they, they came to this because um, in many ways, Lane put on more than just an event. He put on kind of like a, a family reunion, and Bill and Dawn were a huge part of that family. So they came to this event to be a part of what was going on. Um, I don't know if they're planning to do more in the future. Yeah. I should, uh, you know what, hook me up with them. I'd love to uh, help them provide some content. And, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be kind of cool. Definitely. Um. All right. Well, we got a couple more things to get to. You want to stick around for a little bit, Simon? Absolutely. Okay. So a couple things, guys. Tonight on our show, we're going to be talking about uh, we, we put out a ploy. We wanted to see some of your custom goggles. Matt, come on over. Here is uh, one that we did last year. Uh, this is one of the custom behind the bunker ones that the guys got for Christmas and um, have been sporting all year. But we'll show you some more in uh, in about five minutes. Uh, a couple other things, guys. If you want a bigger image than just that, this is uh, the upgrade kit 
for 2018 from AirUps. If you want to go over there to their website and get yourself one, they are on sale now. Or even get yourself some glow-in-the-dark ones. LED ones. Like the uh, the Cousins Paintball did. Also, uh, here we go. We had a person in the hospital last week, um, and they tried everything to revive her, and the only thing they could do was uh, play behind the bunker. And uh, that was enough to annoy her to uh, swat back at the at the nurses. So hopefully she's feeling much better now. I believe that was the diagnosis. Too much BTB. <laughs> Too much BTB. Uh, Joe, what do you know about this picture here? The bones I know and ashes. Po- uh, CPX bones and ashes, March 23rd, 25th, 2018. Black Ops paintball in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Join... Sarah's Metal Industries, General Joe Perez of the 13th Legionnaires, the EXO is William Crook of the Mad Frog Militia, and EXO is Brandon McAfee of the Apex Predators. Booyah. Very cool. Um, make sure you guys hit that like and share button, guys. We are going to be giving away Behind the Bunker Patches today. Last week's winners from just hip- simply liking and sharing this uh, video is uh, Jay Johnson, spelled J-A, J-A Johnson, uh, Jeanette Truba, and Matthew Mooney or Monet or Monet. I'm butchering it either way, so I apologize. But, hey, you won some patches. So there you go. Um, here's a handsome fellow here wearing his behind-the-bunker shirt. It's Mr. Beatler. It is. Nice. And I'm assuming Mrs. Beatler. He's looking svelte, isn't he? Svelte, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm not really a big paintball meme guy, but I do like this one I saw the other day. Dad, can playing paintball make me a millionaire? Why, yes, if you're a billionaire. thought that was cute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> memes. This is why I don't put memes up <laughs> oh. on the show. Um, all right, here's another one. This was sent in by Richie um, Santos here. His Behind the Bunker Paintball Elf. Nice. Nice. All with uh, custom <laughs> pod pack and paintball gun, and I believe that's an eggy backwards. If it's not, it is in my mind. Very cool. Well done. Thank you for sending that in. You know what? If anybody sends us any Christmas pictures before Christmas that is paintball related, maybe the best one we'll choose. We'll send out a behind-the-bunker microfiber cloth like this from our new sponsor, Exalt. What do you think of that, boys? So uh, send us in anything that has paintball related to Christmas. I wish uh, I had one. We'll pick the best one. Send in pictures. Send in pictures. Uh, This picture was sent in by uh, whom? Christopher Clark. Uh, He says, uh, what is this? Mm. It's listed as two dynasty guns, or two guns, one synergy and one dynasty. This this is how baby markers are made. (laughs) This is how uh, bastard markers are made. So, yeah, these are, I don't know why they let them put their name to these guns. Eh, there was a huge market survey that J, uh, that um, K2 did that owned the design part of that company back then that decided that anything egg and curve shape would had a better appeal, which is why they made that dynasty gun look like it was all curvy and why they did the evolution to look like an egg. They apparently did all this really intense market share and that's what they came up with. Simon, no one likes to know it all. That that's awesome. <laughs> sorry. That, no, that's awesome. It's not like the sa- the brass eagle sa- or the view loader samurai and that was that all that generation. The Triton, the VL yep. Triton. They, had, they, they did they did Pass outside curve? market research and that's what they told them to do. So that's what they did. Yeah. Wow. Very yeah, cool. Worked out well for uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they sold a lot of eggies. They sure did. Then they sure did. Sold a lot of replacement parts. <laughs> um, I call that a success, maybe. 
And then over here, Gavin, what do you know about these things? What do I know about them? The Combat Zone in Savannah, Georgia. Their new paintball mini tanks are finally ready to ship. They were arriving mid-December, so we're taking reservations from January 1st. You can be the first oh, to experience the frantic excitement of four versus four paintball battle driving your own mini tank while shooting paintballs. We've got four in the <laughs> U.S. One. Army olive drab and four in desert tan. First picks. Actually, <laughs> uh, awesome. The combat zone is the only location in the entire United States of America <laughs> offering paintball tanks. Uh, so try this unique, fun-filled experience with your family and friends, or be the kid's hero and book a totally unique birthday party uh, for some mini tank. How much? Uh, you can check out their uh, Facebook page <laughs> or YouTube channel. Uh, you have to ask. You can't afford it. That's right. I'm sure. I too. <laughs> All right. Well, you can be uh, 3D printing those in your in your studio. Uh, we're talking some paintball action mini tanks at the Combat Zone in Savannah, Georgia. I love the automatic or the safety stop that there you can see on the yeah. back of the headrest. <laughs> that's great all joking aside this is phenomenal i would i would have several of these i would play with these in a heartbeat so it comes out of the turret the paint um uh, I, yeah. I, I saw some video of a yeah. different no, I, tank I, but i think yeah. you hold a gun up and shoot don't you Not the way no i don't sitting. think so no if it looks like the burl is go back to where you see them actually sitting in it oh you mean uh the big boy yeah you, you know what i'm sure. gonna wait for the lighter weight, faster Inception design version. <laughs> Look at that. That is fantastic. Isn't that awesome? No, I come to realize a long time ago, if someone makes something good, you just buy it. It's way easier than making your own version. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, think, yeah. So, check wanna, them out. Awesome. I'll use that for my everyday commute to work. <laughs> <laughs> I need I'll see you in line at Tim Hortons. Feet killing me. I need a local parade that uh, I can drive that <laughs> in. <and> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Shredders. Oh. Guys, paintball extravaganza coming up. Extravaganza! Uh, February 20th to 22nd in uh, Dulles area. Dulles Hyatt region, whatever it's called. What? And then Washington, D.C. <laughs> area. Herdon, Virginia. There it is. I see it on the poster. Make sure you guys check it out. If you guys are in the into the industry, think you're in the industry or want to be in the industry, you can get a pass. Get in and check that out. Uh, also, Brigade. I signed up. I signed up. I tried. <laughs> Screw you, you, Sexton. I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me. <laughs> Get yourself signed up, guys. And uh, why do we sign up, Joe? Joe has all the insight on that. We uh, sign up $25 through an online registration. We receive an operator-style Velcro hat, a tech, hat, tech T-shirt, a patch, an ID card, and a lanyard. Benefits for members, 10 to $20 off major brigade events. These events will be listed on the website. Um, there are standard brigades events where pat players meet up. There is a patch event where the first 100 players get a patch. And there are major brigade events with a patch and either discounted entry or the GI booth. Very and you cool. can collect different patches. Global patches, trifecta patches for three events, and um, other stuff. And make sure you guys download now the brigade program app. Brigade! Uh, <laughs> Brigade. <laughs> Available for any phone that you own other than the Nokia. Um, Wanna give a congratulations, right, for the Santa versus Yeah, Grinch. so yeah. if you were at Command Decisions War Games this weekend, you already know that Midget Ingler took on Kathy Tank Girl Wilson and was victorious this past week. Although Kathy Tank Girl Wilson is watching right now live, so we technically like her better right at this moment. 
but congratulations. Uh, to they're all family. winners, Todd. They're all <laughs> they're winners. All winners, yes. Uh, also, Command Bros. Make sure you check them out uh, on the tenth uh, for Advance Occupy. Uh, sorry, the, it's hard to read the poster here, but there it is. So check them out. Final game for them of the year. Also, Grim City Sports presents the Sherwood Classic. This is a new poster, The Chronicles of Spam. And that's being held on January to March. The 31st is the early registration. So uh, I didn't even read the poster yet. But there you go. There is all the information right there. So get on over. Josh, what do you know about this one? Oh, this is coming up this weekend, December 9th. Uh, Santa versus Frosty 5. The Iceman cometh uh, are for, uh, from our friends at Big Indian Paintball. This, too, this too is a charity game. Hooray! So make sure you bring your charity along with you. And OXCC's Battle of the Bulge. I'm so excited I have yes. a Battle bulge? of the Bulge. Very good. Yeah, so uh, join the German side. Uh, General is Brian Park of Apex Predators. Nice, we know them. And, of course, you'll be shooting the prestigious prestige worldwide paint. Prestige, prestige. worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. And TKO four-man <laughs> tournament field, series. Starting See. very shortly at Flag Raiders' new location. Check it out. All right, so yeah, join TKO Four Men and get booed live by me. <laughs> nice. Um, so, a couple other things I want to show you guys. We have all come to love these, the Enola Gay smoke grenades that I'm not even holding up very well. And for those of you who don't know, Enola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, and Thunder Flash, Airsoft, and paint grenades. <laughs> oh, nice. For use in theater, film, <laughs> photography, and paintball, and general harassment of your neighbors so ask for an gay at your next event no better yet demand an gay demand good products and uh they also have white and black i want to mention now you take their typical grenade and these last what joe two minutes those are uh, i think those are a two and a half minute burn yes that's then, way too long for me todd and then the wire <laughs> the wire pull is a double-ended one Ooh. And it lasts for 30 seconds. Ding, ding, ding. Hopefully that's long enough for what you need. But here we have the new ones. Micro. These are the micro. And Joe, how long do they last? Ooh, they last 30 20, seconds? 25 or 30 seconds. Pretty cool. So that's check. all you need. That's, <laughs> that's all you need. All you need. <laughs> In and out in 30 seconds. It's all about <laughs> smoking. Get going. As, as, as Gavin likes to say, it's all about your needs, right? <laughs> I do say that. <laughs> Sean requests that we light one in the studio. Uh, as you can see, the purple walls uh, started been done. Again, with apologies to the fire department. <laughs> they did like the, sh the they did like the show that night. They did a live from our studio podcast on <laughs> firefighting. Yeah. It's quite riveting. Um, okay, so why don't we move on? We have mail time to get to. We got Simon Stevens on the line. We have Price oh yeah, Simon still here, and Hi, we Simon. have custom goggles I as didn't well. Forget you Simon, and we have a great video from Danger Man in reference to a team feature. So why don't we? Why don't we, uh, Joe, let's do our custom goggles for this week because that was something that we wanted to get through. People were quite excited about All that. All right, we're ready to go. Um, so we asked you guys this week to show us your custom goggles, and uh, we picked uh, about a dozen of the best. So let's show those real quick. And for those of you that are listening at a podcast, close your eyes and just imagine what these goggles look like. This Ooh, is Tyler, wow. Tyler Peffer. I paracorded this together, made my own dead wrap, just a bit of a spare time ingenuity. Love the show. So it's got a bit of a haunted face, and it's, it's a samurai. Samurai Dragon with a red okay. bottom on the bottom. The next one is 
This one comes to us from <laughs> Jason Bryant, the JT Proteus Chameleon. Is that, is that new? This is a factory blue. Nothing's been I done to it. I thought that was it. retro charm. Blue and purple. Minute. Also <laughs> note the unique Didn't sports pod back in the Tipman Model 98 no? with a crossfire ramrod. I'm sure oh, those lenses. Oh, look my at God. that. Yeah, that's, that's retro. That He's got a Revy on it. This guy's retro. And I'm nice. sure those lenses are fine. This That's picture was taken lens. a week after color was added to f- photography. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing an invert mini jersey. This one's nice. Jesse B, a friend of a friend at work, made it for me. I'll be giving it to her soon to do much more to it. So it looks a little bit like a zombie stitched up. What is that? With the JT Spectra stitch face. Stitch face. We'll call, I'll call that. you stitch face. <laughs> Next, we're moving to Charles Thompson the second. Um. What's he done? He's got a. He's got some spikes. some spears. Studs. Got some studs on his, in on there. his E-flex. That looks <laughs> good. Studs. Very cool. Nicely done, Alex Petrock. It's sort of a. What is that? Like predator. Predator type. type. No, is that not the mask from that uh, driving movie? Oh, Jason yeah. Statham. Maybe the way where he drives the big Mustang with the machine gun on it, and then he stands and talks. Death race. Death, Death race. race. Maybe we Death can't race. tell. Yeah, and the there's a girl. And um, Casmiro yeah. Burns. That's sort of a bad clown face. Give me scary. a nightmare. That's not creepy at all. It's creepy. No. It's very creepy. It's probably the creepiest. Next is Mag. Oh, you missed one, Todd. That's all I got. Okay, Mag, Mag fed uh, jo- Joey Harden here two of my custom masks I made, and they're like s- skulls skulls and stuff. Pretty cool. Woo! Woo! Matt, nice. look at the goggle strap. Oh, nice. <laughs> this <laughs> comes from Jorrit. Yeah. Here's my, this is my favorite. Okay, this is my favorite okay, ATM. Three, Second strap has been replaced with an all green pickle pickle Rick strap from I'm gonna have to get that. UNDR <laughs> Under. That's nice. awesome. And that one is from MagFed Jeff Skull Deagle in France. Wow. Very cool. Huh. And then I apologize heartedly this was my bugger up this was sent in by a gentleman it's an awesome picture and i've lost your sheet i apologize but very cool goggles look at these put like stainless steel uh like mesh. perforated steel mesh around the bottom it's awesome and then forget about his goggles That's look what he's gun. shooting what is that a sheridan yes but it's got mm-hmm. like a it's a loudner a loudner hey could this be the same guy that sent in that picture or sent like in that gun that not the trumpet, but there was another one. But look at his tattoo, though. He's got a tattoo on his forearm. It's a paintball mask. Look at that. It's like a Spectra mask. Very nice. It is. Well done. All right, guys. Why don't we move on? Uh, we've got a great video that's a team feature from Danger Man. Before we do that, I want to just say, more than just swabs and pads, Exult is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. Tournament ready. Battle proven. Gavin? Well, Todd already talked about it earlier today, but it's our good friends at AirOps.com because they are proudly made in the U.S. of A. Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, and layouts available. The 2018 NXL uh, fields are shipping now and includes the upgrade kit. Make sure you hit AirOps.com or check them out on Facebook. In the beginning, you fall out of a tree, you stumble down a rocky cliff, wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog, then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time, you own a Tipman. Now combine Empire, JT, Tipman, V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. And of course, Planet Eclipse. Creators of incredible tournament markers, soft goods, and gear. The most, hands down, no questions asked winningest marker in paintball. 
Very cool. Guys, if it wasn't for these people, we would not be on the show and you guys would be watching something far more entertaining. So thank those guys right now and uh, go over and give them a like. Uh, Project M80, guys, is a team featured, uh, a feature filmed on at, at, at On Target Paintball's annual Clone Wars scenario event. Uh, good drawing considering that the Battle of the Bulge at OXCC is uh, this upcoming weekend. It's a two-day event, so uh, they're happy with the turnout that they did get. The team is based out of Philadelphia and travels all over the U.S., but doesn't miss the East Coast events. Uh, all this footage was uh, shot at Clone Wars, held this past Sunday, December 3rd. Um, and this is this team, I like it. I watched it before the show, and I'm not going to give anything away. But I like these guys. These guys are... Uh, well, you know what? We'll talk about it in a sec. Watch the video, and we'll be right back, guys. Danger Man here at On Target Paintball, affectionately known as OTP. We're here at Pemberton, New Jersey, at the Clone Wars Scenario Paintball Game. And today's team feature is with... Project M80. Now, how do you get a name like Project M80? Uh, kind of a long story. Um, we used to play uh, Xbox years ago. We're 12 years old now. Um, probably about 12 years ago, a couple of us were sitting in the rain under pavilion, uh, waiting for the uh, rain to stop, and pack up our gear, and somebody had just made the comment that we should take the uh, clan tag off the Xbox and make it into a paintball team. And I said, yeah, well, that would be a project. And next thing I know, Project M80 was born. 12 years ago. Now, so 12 years ago, um, you've had a lot of iterations of the team. Is like, uh, how many people here have been around since the beginning? Um, I have probably 75% of my original players are still playing. Okay. Now, as, as, a, as, a, as a team that plays Scenario, is this like more or less an exclusively Scenario team, or do you do more than Scenario? Oh, we're exclusively Scenario. Um, you know, occasionally there's a handful of us that like to try and get involved in Speedball. And, but, uh, you know, we're, we're exclusively a Scenario paintball team, but we're willing to... Um, reach out and try new things and you know we just it, like to be involved in paintball in all its forms. What's your uh, local play territory and uh, what's the requirements to join this team? Uh, there really are no requirements other than um, you have to at least play a game and be able to deal with us. Uh, we're a pretty rowdy group. Um, other than that, I mean, we're just a no-obligation team. Um, we are designed to be for the guy that has a job, has kids, that can't quite make it every time, that just wants to come out and play when they can. And uh, the only stipulation is if you're a member of Project M80, then you're only a member of Project M80. So guys, let me ask you one question. If somebody comes out to join a scenario team, what can what can they expect to, to, to encounter when they start to roll with you guys on the field? What's it like? We're going to get out there, we're going to get where the, uh, <clears throat> where the battles are, you know, and they so need you, some you guys are looking for the action? Yeah, definitely. You always see us on the front line and we expect, you know, them to come with us. Do you guys play for objectives or are you just looking to brawl? Either way, team, team needs us to do something, we're there, we're doing it, otherwise we're out there just in the front. Uh, what's the farthest you guys traveled? Uh, we've been out to Illinois, uh, North Carolina. We're based out of Philadelphia, so we've been up, you know, upstate New York and all over the place. All right, behind the bunker, we're going to get some names here and then we're out of here. What do we got here? Batwing. Joker. Banshee. Soflazi. Clutch. Danger. Philadelphia. Fatman. Flinger. Oh, I got you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Firefly team captain. All right, and there can only be one danger, so he and I are going to have a little chat after this is done. But behind the bunker, this is Project M80. If you're on the East Coast, look for them, guys. If you're a general, reach out to them on Facebook, or if they want to reach you directly to, to, to help on a, a general team, uh, what, what are they gonna, where are they going to find you? Oh, the best way to get a hold of me is um, look me up on Facebook, uh, Rob Firefly Rivera, and I'll be the only one that pops up. All right, there you go. We're out.
All right. So my kind of team, you know, for those of you guys that have commitments and, and can't necessarily commit to a full-time team, these guys seem to be a little more laid back as, as far as uh, who they take on their team, but they seem to be uh, players when they're at the local field. So definitely check it out. And I want to give a special shout out to uh, Mike F. White, otherwise known as Whitey. Uh, he keeps uh, he got upset with me on the weekend because I didn't call him by his proper name. But I apologize, sir. And thank you for doing the Facebook Live and uh, representing the Behind the Bunker t-shirt on that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we move on, guys? Uh, we haven't done this yet tonight, so let's do this. What's here? The new mail's here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time, so I get to rip open my hey. sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, we've got a handful right now, so we're going to jump right into it. And the first one comes to us from Chocolate Barney. Uh, and he wants to know, why isn't paintball industry trying to reach more colleges with paintball? I know they're used to. I used to see the, the college league, but I haven't seen anything in the past few years. So what up with that? What's going on with the paintball industry and why they're not reaching out to the college market? It seems like the paintball industry is reaching out to the old school market these days. They sure are, <laughs> Skip. They sure are. I don't know. I don't know what happened to the college markets. There was a lot of college leagues and stuff going on in the States years ago. Um, have you seen, they still run on tournaments have you seen U.S. universities and colleges lately? And you're going to ask about paintball? <laughs> yeah, but they were having some good, successful programs, weren't they, Simon? That was that was pretty big down down uh, in some of the southern states I saw. I'm sure it hasn't. I'm pretty sure they still run the, uh, the, the university or the college tournament paintball. The NCAA. Yeah, or? In the longest-running tournament series in, uh, in the existence, almost. Hmm. Really? We oh. should send Seb down there as a correspondence to find out what's going on. Did you just say correspondence? And correspondence is the Well, you know, if Simon is true, and I don't believe he is, uh, but with respect to this, maybe, um, then that's encouraging that uh, there are I mean, the league continues to run. Uh, hopefully, we can get some industry support uh, to either Facebook Live it or social media it, uh, so that people can root for their their hometown, their <laughs> home sure school. They actually do one of the few free web webcasts for the. Uh, College tournament series as well. Yeah. Then what's up that with that? Happen. Matt Stone's got a good point. Is it old school market? You mean college dropouts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, in Montreal. I've lost my Facebook feed, guys. So if you guys see anything, obviously yeah. great. Okay. Um, cool. Let, next question. Pop it or spool? Uh, let Simon answer that. Adam Wright. What's now? Pop it or spool? What was the question? Uh, very, very simply, uh, from Adam Wright, thirty-four, wants to know: poppet or spool? Maybe your personal preference or opinion on. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> what? I think a play so that's a tough one. Um, I'm, I'm more of a poppet guy. We really think about it. I'm more of a poppet guy. And why did he think that we needed to put the age thirty-four in there? Is it important that we? That's his screen name. Oh, okay. Wasn't sure if that was like uh, part of his profile that he wanted us to know, or perhaps Todd, you can message him privately afterwards. Very good. We've been answered that question a couple of times, so we'll we'll leave that one alone. We got Simon's answer on it. All Some right, and someone from Australia saying hi. Shout out to Graham Viner, Bush Pigs in Australia. Very cool. Nice. All right, Red Beer Beard PB wants to know: Talking to companies about better size, quality control for their paint. Should there be a nationwide online rec league for teams to keep tally against each other and organize tournaments uh, at the end of the year, depending on the region? A couple of the questions are so. Oh, a couple of points there. So, nationwide ranking system for rec teams. What do you think? 
think it's impossible. I think it'd be impossible. You're right. How do you score it? How is it fair? How are the... How we're lucky we have at least one league that has standardized rules, let alone recreational play on different fields. I, I It would be a very key step in getting paintball closer to the Olympics, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that the goal? Why is that? I agree. How about I, we just get it out there? All the noobs keep writing in saying, oh, I want us to be in the Olympics. So I don't, I don't yeah. think the Olympics justify anything. Jason Kerfa from New Brunswick, Canada. No, definitely not. Yeah, I don't know. What? I, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a long winded question that maybe we don't have time for tonight. Look at how we're just shooting down the questions tonight. I I, I apologize. Thank you so much for contributing to the show. But we don't care. That seems Send like in your questions and we're just gonna breeze over them. That seems like too much effort. Let's veto that. All right, our good friend Simon has been uh, all around the uh, his nation. Uh, and William Crick wants to know what is the longest wheels on the ground paintball road trip you have done. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, for me, that would be from uh, New Jersey to World Cup, which was uh, nearly 1,200 miles each way. And I have done, as I was just saying before the show started, I have done nearly 10,000 miles driving to and from events this year. Crazy. Jeez. Simon says, Simon That's a says, lot of, of course, burger. but Simon said he's gone to 16 events, different events this year as, as, as Simon We, we have supported and 16 events this year. Actually, 17. We didn't, we've done 16 with the RV and the trailer, but I also flew out for the West Coast Super Game, which was an absolutely fantastic event. Awesome. Yeah. So okay. 17 events that we've supported. So this is a side question for you, um, Simon. 16, 17 events, thousands of miles. What are some traveling paintball tips that you have that you can share with the uh, the Behind the Bunker family? You're going to have to do that again. I'm sorry, the audio the audio. Okay, yeah. Out. So o- over the thousands of miles that you've traveled and 16 events, what are some of the uh, travel tips, uh, paintball travel tips you can pass on to the BTB family, um, things that you wish you knew before you started the thousands of mile journey? Don't forget your toothbrush. It really sucks when you get somewhere and you just exhausted from traveling and you forgot your toothbrush. It's probably the most important one. And get sleep. Sleep and toothbrush. <laughs> That's two very solid. That's almost a bumper sticker. Yeah, I would add in a bring your own toilet paper roll. Oh, I, I bring an RV, so I bring my own toilet paper roll, double bed, shower system, toilet. So is it true uh, that you leave thing. your... It, make, it uh, makes life a little easier. So is sure. it true that when you bring your RV that you leave it open and put public toilet on the door? <laughs> Absolutely. Of course <laughs> I yeah. do. Yeah. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you, right? Oh, by the way, <laughs> no. Simon, you referenced Super Game uh, West Coast. That was uh, that was a good time. Yep. Josh and I still talk about that game, and it was nice to nice to hang with you there. Uh, fantastic for event. a little while. Absolutely fantastic event. Uh, I'll be there next year as well. If and it's I want to go for back, people to put on their calendar. You know what? If we go again, Josh and I have talked about it. We would like to go back to whatever that silly place we went. Mc McMinimins. McMinimins. Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Definitely. Um, and the field, of course. And the field, of course. The <laughs> field was fantastic. Good. Super and game was awesome. Sonic and... Yeah. Was that grocery store you went to? <sighs> I don't remember, but all I know is the cell reception at Super Game, the field itself is really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the field layout, the people, the players, the refereeing. I was, I was very, very impressed with Super Game both years that I've been. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. All right. Well, why don't we move on, guys? We have one more question, and then we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. All right. So uh, Mike uh, Jaskowski wants to know, what are some tips for playing winter paintball? How to not chop paint like the Iron Chef? <laughs> Keep a cooler so your paint stays warm. I would yeah, say it's so important to keep your, your paint in good condition. Use a winter. There's some people that actually leave their car running and keep it warm in a car. Use a winter formula paintball. Shoot slowly. Overbore mm. your barrel size. Um, if you're using an electronic marker, you can r wrap a, a heat one of those heat pads you put in your glove around your grip to keep your battery warm. I yeah. taped one on the inside of my hopper last year. Inside. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I, but then I forgot the <laughs> I had the speed feed on the top, and I forgot the actual lid for it. Oh no, I, I don't think it worked. But you know what? I, I mean, I, I I did what Joe said. I took uh, two of those hand warmers and duct taped it to the outside of my gun, and then I put a sock over top of it just to keep it from being that cold. But with that game we were playing, it was really cold. It was, uh, yeah. Oh and yeah, and last a quick, year was sorry. Oh, a quick uh, shout out to to Greg Hastings, who's posting from the Rock, I believe. Ah, uh, he's in Canada, and he flies into Toronto, and then he just ignores us and then flies out to the rock. That's Doesn't right. bother. Let us know next time you have a layover, and we'll, we'll hang out in the uh, airplane lounge and have overpriced hamburgers and, and beer. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing out <laughs> east. I think he has a friend that lives in Newfoundland. Oh, I am not saying anything about whale watching, because last time I did, I got into serious <laughs> trouble, so I'm, I'm going to leave that I one believe, alone. <laughs> I believe the person is of Viking heritage. Ah, Nordic. Nordic. Very cool. True life. Ah. <sighs> All right. Any other tips for winter, guys, before we move on? Socks. Lots of socks. Layers. Yeah. Dress. Bring Sean. appropriately. Bring an extra layer of clothes that are dry. Yeah, don't waiting wear running for you. shoes. Sean Riddle says wait till spring. Play the the indoor. indoor. Yep. Yeah, very good. Um, Speaking of indoors, Flag Raiders Indoor is set to have a grand opening on Monday, December the 18th, our brand new facility located in Waterloo, Ontario, minutes from the expressway. You know what? That would almost be a discussion, not for today, but another time when we have some time to let people know the process of what it is. Um, You're not making a montage as you go along? No. Well, I, sh I, I haven't actually, actually taken pictures, but it would be an interesting uh, discussion to let you know what the process that we went through and, and, all the, and all the heartache that we did and how we came about designing the indoor and... and uh, you know some of the tips that and tricks really and stuff. Exciting. I'd like to hear about that. Yeah, I think that w that might be an interesting, be uh, interesting podcast at some point as I, well. I, but, I was uh, thinking about that the other day actually, and I was thinking. But we went through because a lot of people don't know what it involves, yeah. right? Or even remotely have a close friend. Like think think you just go to a place and go, I'll give you some money to rent this place, and the landlord's like, yeah, okay. But you got to think of the flow of the traffic. You have to think of sight lines from your staff so they can see not only safe but unsafe areas. You have to talk about you know, uh, the size of, of, of um, you know, your field, your playability, your staging area, the balance. You know, it, 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 it took a long time. Joe, Joe and Proximity I went to decent restaurants. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. We went through a lot of heartache and a lot of rigmarole. And even to this day, as we're building out the diagrams that we had s sketched out for the facility, 
has changed a couple of times and not because we're wishy-washy just we keep finding better ways and then when you get into the building then you find a, a vent stack for for plumbing somewhere where you have to build around that and then it changes your diagram it's, and it's it's had, also because it wasn't written on a napkin at the moose that's true <laughs> we, we had with a, crayon. We, crayon we took sean because he's a superior prop builder and he was working but we had to blindfold him and put a sack over his head like when they take you to a dark black ops site to interrogate the, the you problem so he is get in he there. runs the world's smallest indoor when we took him to this place he was blown away he couldn't fathom the scale the sheer grand scale of this is too big this place over too much over his laundry you'll never be successful yeah but yeah we should talk about that one of these upcoming days maybe we'll do it as we get closer or after we finish the build out then we can show pictures from start to finish and and talk about why we did stuff but uh while we've got uh simon here tonight let's do a little bit of prices right but first if you enjoy the audio delights that you're listening to, please like and share the show on Facebook. Yes, because you guys will be entered into win some awesome, fabulous prizes. And uh, starting in the new year, we have some new stuff coming up that we want to give away as well. So we're gonna let uh, we're gonna give Simon always the last guess because he's gonna need a couple of seconds to see the image. Um, but up first for grabs, Sounds this good. one is all. First of all, I'll preface this. We're watching you guys in the live chat. Uh, maybe Joe and Gavin, you guys can shout out any uh, any any prices that people are posting up. Oh, but uh, I it's just all random noises. <laughs> yes, it's all in U.S. dollars, oh and they're gosh. all on eBay except for this first one. This is from Craigslist. I've been looking at this on Todd's monitor for the last five minutes. <laughs> Spider Victor custom made paintball lamp. <laughs> with, with expired CO2 tank. Oh, man. With a 12-ounce CO2 tank as and a And I'm 100% sure that's hot glue. Yes. And this is a decorative <laughs> motif that you see there. Simon, let me know when you see the image. But, uh... Oh, you'll know. He'll start crying. <laughs> he'll go, damn it, yeah, I, I had the same now. I'm, um... <laughs> I'm not even sure what to think. <laughs> this is exactly. a little known fact. This is actually in the bathroom in the Inception Design <laughs> RV. All right, let's get this rolling. Dustin Osborne says 200. What? Len Muzi says 250. Craig Hastings says so ugly. <laughs> John Makes Makeson says $20. No, Greg, you are. Brent Pritchard, 75. Someone Vicky Brown is still on the medication with $300. <laughs> Brent Davis is going to come in with $5 because that's what he's going to do. Matt Stone, for some reason, is trying to figure out how to make this better with a flame drop board. <laughs> is this Canadian money or real money? This is all U.S. All dollars. US, all U.S. dollars. Now, I will say the Spider Victor, for those of you listening at home, has a little bit of wear. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it was kicked down the stairs and used as a mode of transportation. All right, let's start, let's start the opening bid. Joe, you won last time. So what is your opening bid on this? Uh, $48. Okay. Now, I will tell you this comes from Colombia, although you're not paying Columbia. for shipping, so we're just looking for the buying price. And uh, it does have a 12-ounce tank. Zuby, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, $5. Oh, no. Gavin? $20 even, Bob. $20. Simon, what are you thinking? Twenty-one fifty. Oh, you jerk! <laughs> <laughs> All right, this sold today for twenty-five dollars. Oh, <laughs> with the steel, <laughs> jerk ass. All right, up next for bid, we have combat hand grenade. What, what is? It's a firecracker. It's a firecracker. That's cool. I remember those. And here is a close-up of it. Looks like a little. 
Why don't I, I remember these? Brand <laughs> new unopened package. <laughs> it's for the kids. You, you give them a lighter and you give them a box of these things. It's great. And they're 48 pieces, so that might may or may not help. Here, kids, go blow your fingers <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, Simon, have you seen the image? I have. What are you those thinking? Are pretty cool. You are up for bid first because you can, blow, you, you can blow your hand off with one of those. I think that could be quite fun. Um, <laughs> I think forty-eight dollars. It'll be a dollar each. Okay. Um, Josh, I'm gonna say fifty-five. <laughs> okay. Joe, I'm gonna go forty-nine. Twenty-four bucks. <laughs> I was actually thinking about it. Simon, don't tell me you've made a spreadsheet like Joe has, and following along at home, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Joe's got a spreadsheet, see? He decides it every week, and then that's how he follows along. Uh, Gavin? Uh, my bid is dedicated to Simon, 4901. <laughs> All right. <laughs> These sold for 1695. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we all overbid. Yep. George right. Hayes said 16, so. Ah, so he got the closest. All right, so here, this one up for bid. Brand new smart parts free flow shocker bolt and trigger lot. These are rare, and it's an entire lot. How many pieces are in here? You can only see by the picture. I'm not sure, but there is a lot of them. That looks like one of those domino things. When you knock them over, it goes... I don't know if you're going to find that many shockers that need upgraded triggers on it that you're ever going to sell them, but in case you need to upgrade your lamp. All right. Who won that last one? No one. No one. We all overbid. So, Simon, you bid first on this one. What are you thinking? Smart parts, free flow shocker, bolt, and trigger lot. Simon, what are you thinking for that? I don't know. People are starting to collect the old shockers and the old parts again now and uh, want to keep them up and running. See, your problem is you're becoming too nostalgic. Oh, Uh, so what did you say? Five bucks? How much did you say, Simon? Seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five. All right. Josh, what are you thinking? Oh, 60. 60 bucks. Joe? 85. Okay. Gavin? I'm going ridiculous. $25, Bob. What is the highest that you've seen in the chat so far? 100, 120. 120. Wow. What if I told you that they're not even close? 250. And 250 is not even close. Higher or lower? 375. 372.75. Who is that? That's Rob Kazouts. Rob gets the closest because it was sold for 390 bucks. What the fire truck? I won anyway. If you're a shop owner, maybe if your customer base in your area has a lot of shockers, I, I don't know. I don't know who would like. I don't mean to take away from that, but who's gonna who's gonna buy that? We should be able to contact these people and just say like. Do you have buyer's remorse? (laughs) How drunk were you? No kidding. (laughs) All right, I've got... How fat are your fingers? (laughs) I've got two that I want to pump out real quick here. Yeah, it's garbage night. Rare. Pink Angel A4. Semi-auto. Pink. Pink. Is that yours? It is not mine. No, his is sitting on the floor right here. My wife has one. Does she really? Oh, no, this is not the one. Sitting in a box. You don't have an A4, do you? Isn't she always sitting on it? Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's move on, please. Yes. yes. Good one. All right. So what are we thinking here? Who gets the That's opening bid on this I'm one? quite. Uh, I'll be watching <laughs> this because I'd like to sell this. Too. 
Sorry, and oh, and it also has a flame drop forward. If no one else pointed that out, who's the first one to bid on Joe. this? Joe, what are you thinking? It's like you don't even listen. <laughs> Two seventy-five. Two seventy-five. Gavin, what are you thinking? I'm hoping five hundred. Okay, Simon. Is that got the uh, insert angel back on it? Ah, uh, it's got the freak angel back on it. Yeah. Those are actually going for hundreds of dollars on their own. So Why? I think this is and pink's pink. Uh, because people want them. Um, and pink is quite hot, and there's a lot of angel collectors. So I think probably 550. 550? Maybe, okay. no, four, 550. Yeah, 550. 550. I'm, huh. I want to say 450, but I'm going to go 550. Okay. Simon, you sold me. 551. 551. Uh, oh, that is don't a jerk bid. All right. Um, Joe, what did you bid? 275. All right. This sold for $349. Ah, crap. Ooh. <laughs> See, I know people have been looking for those angel backs. We actually just did a, rain, uh, a run of angel backs for the stellar barrel system, because people are f which take inserts because people are having it a hard time finding barrels for their angels that work. Huh. Yeah. I have a brand new angel pipe kit. What's angel threaded that people are playing it's with? Like really actual deep. angels? Yeah, it, what? You know, people are buying them. There's, there's a lot of angel collectors out there. I guess for collectible sakes. Um, all right, let's. Uh, since we're on the low end of, of guns here, are you going to do any of let's the try this one for the AGDs? Inception Designs Retro Predator Autococker Paintball Gun Green Black English Broken. <laughs> Is that an original? No, no, it's no. not. No, it's brand new Inception's Design Predator. Someone's got on eBay. It looks like it doesn't even looks like it's been it's used new. already. Uh, I can't see. I don't. I didn't print off far enough, so I can't tell you. It looks like it's brand new. So who won that? That was Joe again. Joe. All right. What are you bidding on the brand new Inceptions Design Retro Predator Cocker? It has to be used. It. it why would it be sold if it was brand new? I don't think it was sold. A guy it bought it, and his wife told him to sell it. Very. Yeah. They're twelve forty nine retail. Um, I'm gonna go. Nine twenty-five. Did you hear that, Simon? Did you see what he did to your value? It's priceless. How do you actually <laughs> put a number on something that's priceless? That was my thought. Gavin, we're gonna let Simon bid last because he's prejudiced to this. What do you think? <laughs> so I, you know, what? I'm gonna say because it was limited. I'm gonna say fifteen hundred dollars. Not only did it um, retain its value, it increased value fifteen hundred. Okay, Josh. Mm. Eleven fifty. Okay, the before Simon gives his bid, I believe there's actually a few brand new ones left, a limited amount left. So they're they're not completely sold out, right. but yeah. And then Simon, what are you thinking? And this wasn't an Probably Inceptions listing. Usually they go for about a grand. Okay. All right. This sold for twelve hundred even. Oh, Zuby. Did you really? Eleven fifty. Nice. All right. Where do we stand score wise? Uh, one, two, one. So Joe's in the lead with two. I can't stop okay. looking at those. <laughs> uh, those are my eyes, jackass. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about the marker. <laughs> okay, sorry, let's do this down. one here. Um, sorry, let me get it loaded up. Carpet. No, we've seen this one before. Ninety-eight paintball gun with sniper stands. Oh, sorry, no. <laughs> That's important to have. The and look where they are, too. <laughs> All right, so this is a Model 98 or Custom 98 paintball gun with a snipe, sniper stand legs. It's got a bipod on it. That makes it 10 times more accurate. 
but it's not painted. As soon as you hit it with a spray yeah, can, it, was... it takes it up tenfold. Which no, no, no. He's eBay. painted over the labels on it. Oh, that's true. There's no light bulb in the barrel. <laughs> that's true. This is not furniture being used for furniture, so might be worth something. All right, uh, Joe. Zub- no, Zuby. Oh, Zuby. Zuby, what are you going to start with this? 250 250 Joe? $169. Gavin? $25. Bucks. $25. Simon, what are you bidding on this? And I know you're looking at all that aluminum, thinking of melting it down and reusing it, but... Turning into a billet. I'm thinking 49 49 bucks. This sold for $35. Huh? Gavin? <laughs> yes. Do I know my crap or do I know my you crap? You know your crap. All right. Can we end it there or do we have a tie now? No, Joe's still in the lead with one. Okay. Or two. Well, one two. point ahead. All right. Well, why don't we end it here because we're close to the end of the show. And uh, you guys weren't going to win anyway. So, no. is it time to go home? Or? Almost. All right, guys. Thank you very much for for listening to us, Simon. Uh, we're going to end the show in just a few moments. So, thank you for being on the show. It's always nice to have you as a. Um, My pleasure. Thank you for having me as a guy. And you know what? Hopefully, we'll run into you uh, again soon. It, you know, it sucks because uh, you and I were both at um, World Cup this year, but you were busy and didn't want to chat and i was busy and didn't want to chat and we didn't get a chance to really do much but uh it was nice seeing you again anyways and i guess we're gonna see you we'll have a we'll have a beverage and do a live show okay but may i correct you since we're being being forthright here we don't have a beverage when we go live a beverage have several we have have three beverages two or three yes yeah that was fun last year i uh the last two years have been very difficult for us, but it was a it was a great <laughs> yeah, good, good show. It was a great cool, broadcast. That room kept spinning. I don't know why. So, guys, what we do is uh, we do our regular show on Monday night. We get on a plane the next morning, and we're at Extravaganza and on Wednesday night. We do a show right from the lobby, and uh, yeah, we, we we show you all the great new products. So we'll ha- we'll be there. Josh will be there. Joe will be there. Matt will be there. Maybe uh, Simon's will be Simon will be there. Usually, we put Eric Engler on and whoever else that we can find. Seb, Seb is a possibly for this year too. Oh, really? Seb is a possibly. That's yeah. right. Um, maybe. maybe Gregory Hastings will come. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. All right. Well, Josh Zuby Zabrikas, thank you very much for being on the program tonight. Yeah, thank you for all tuning in, and thank you, Seb, for by default not taking away my microphone. <laughs> it's work. Two weeks in a row. So I'm claiming it for two weeks in a row. Awesome, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks again for tuning in, guys and girls. Thanks for watching. See you soon. Pew pew. And Garvin Sharma from Turotech Industries. It was great to be here. Thanks you uh, so much for tuning in. <laughs> Sorry, guys, and uh, thank you, Simon, for joining us and uh, playing Prices Right and actually giving some knowledge and some depth to the show. <laughs> and you know what? It's pretty bad. Always my pleasure. Thank you ever so much for having me. It's always it's, it's, it's pretty insulting when Simon's on the show and he's more knowledgeable than we are and he just drove 14 hours or whatever he did back from an event and is obviously exhausted. Uh, about 15 it ended up being. Yeah, yeah sleep deprived, yep. but he's still, still a Mensa candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to make these idiots think. <laughs> did you say a mental candidate? Yeah, Men- yeah, so that. <laughs> Slippery slope. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Simon, thank you for being on the program. Thank you all you guys that are downloading us every week from iTunes, Podomatic, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you guys get your better podcasts from. Uh, Make sure you hit that like and share button before you exit this program because we are giving away patches to those people that share. We do a draw every week, and there's going to be some new fantastic prizes over the next couple weeks as well. Guys, thank you much for tuning tuning in. We'll see you uh, next week.